Okay, let's all say it together now. That was a bad loss. That was a bad loss. Have we done the research to find out how many NBA teams have lost when one of their players scored 62? I did that research last night, Patrick. Okay. So uh, in the last 30 years, mm-hmm. so there, I, I, the reason I cut it off at 30 years is because if you go back like 40 or 50 years, Wilt Chamberlain kind of yeah, clouds it. Yeah, you go to Wilt, uh, he scored 60. He averaged 50 one right. year. So, uh, Wilt, yeah, Wilt is like the if, – so if you if you cut it off, so I just went back the last 30 years. And then, by the way, we had two 60-point scorers last night because Dwell and B yeah. dropped 70 in their win. Yes, I was watching the end of that and then switched over. So, uh, yes. uh, by the way, the last two, it was like the all-star game. They just parted and let him lay it in uh, yeah. to get the 70, <laughs> the, uh, opponent, the opponent so, uh, on Embiid. But, uh, so here, yeah. here's the stats. So, so 30, 34 60-point performances over the last 30 years. This was only the fifth time that team has lost. It's lost, wow. Yeah, Cat uh, also it. became the third 60-point scorer over that stretch to finish with a plus-minus of zero or worse. And <laughs> the second... Plus, what was, it was his plus-minus? It was zero. It was exactly zero. break-even. <laughs> we'll come back to that. And then he was the second one in 30 years to score 60 points and also turn the ball over seven or more times. Wow. Now, uh, is he also the first guy to score 60 and have his coach come in with utter disgust about the way the team played. It was, Finchie was unbelievable. I don't know if he's going to last. I don't know if, uh, you know, either his mental health is going to be lost or somebody's going to say you're not being positive enough for this team. But this is about five straight games that he's ripped them, right? He's disgusted by them right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's down on them. But how do they? They, you know, it's just, it's a mentality. You got Charlotte coming in. They've won nine games all year and they got guys hurt. So you don't have to play. It's like, you know, it's like Timberwolves all time history. It's so we don't have to, we we don't have to play tonight. And uh, it was, uh, and then Cat's getting his, I mean, you kept, I, I didn't watch the whole thing because I was watching some of MB, but when I got back over there. Cats scoring, and by the way, then the other team's coming down and scoring too. And so, it's a, what good does it do if you, you know, if Cats getting sixty and you're letting third guys just score every time he does? It's it's terrible. I don't know. What do you think? What's, it was what's, pathetic. What's it was it was it was, a, it was a perfect encapsulation of Carl's career, which is he is talented enough to go off and score sixty points, and not a lot of guys in NBA history can do that. But he also has all these quirks and flaws where he'll turn, he'll score 60 points, and on the same night, he'll turn the ball over seven times. He'll play no defense. He'll crash his way into four defenders at the end of a game, and the flailing yeah, and the he, emotions he just... He, he did get hacked. He, he did, but, but Pat, when yeah. he's going in flailing in arms, it's like, yeah. dude, give them well, a chance to call a foul. They, all, they don't like him, so they... But here's my deal. You're playing a lousy team. And a guy's got 60 points, and he goes to the basket and gets hacked, and you're not going to call it? You're not sure. going to call it? That, to me, is unbelievable. I, this might be the only guy in the league that doesn't get that call on a night he has 60 points at home against a bad team. If it's the other way around, you know, for a 1,000 years, 
the Timberwolves were bad. They went on the road. They had a team beat. You hacked somebody. They called it. So uh, it's uh, it was uh, it was unbelievable that he didn't. He should have gotten teed up. He should have told them to go sleep themselves. So, uh, but at, but as Finch said, Pat, you know what? We got what we deserved. I think he was actually happy they didn't get the call because the 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 second half. My God, what was that? So if Mike Conley, who who's an old guy who does get hurt, if Mike Conley doesn't play, this team is basically last year's team. Yes, yeah. If he and we, that's what we've been talking about all along is what happens if he's if he's unavailable, and you know he's not going to play seventy five games at at his age. He, what what we you know he came in last year and he's an Iron Man. He played all the time, but he'd already missed a bunch of games at Utah. So. Uh, yeah, if he doesn't play, they're 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 children again. <laughs> they're children again. But Ant got eleven assists. Yeah, wow. Eight of them were passes to Cat that you or I could have made that he hit a three on. He got he's a bum too down the stretch, in my opinion. He's a idiot. He does stupid things down the stretch. Holds the ball and dribbles into triple teams. He's uh you know, he's, yeah, the 11 assists. The NBA gives you an assist. If you throw the ball to a guy and he takes two dribbles and shoots a three, you get an assist. So, uh, well, he also, it, after the game, I think Ant had the, of all the just ridiculous quotes and things, Ant said, they, they, they kind of asked him about, hey, what happened? Did you guys get too caught up in trying to get Cat the, the, the 70 points, whatever it was? And he said, yeah, when, when he got it going early, we were trying to feed him and see if he could score 100 points. <laughs> they were well, literally thinking about trying to get Cat 100 points instead of just winning yeah, the game. Yeah, beating Charlotte. It's, uh, you know, that's that's the kind of game they would have lost last year. You know, <laughs> so we, we can now say that, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, has ever a crowd left an arena as disgusted after watching somebody score 62 points? It's, uh, you know, what's funny is Philadelphia was fighting to win the last four minutes when he got 70 because they were doing the same thing. They were just, yeah. they wanted the other team to score fast so they could come down and, and get two more points for Embiid. But, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a horrible loss. And, uh, I don't know. What's uh, what? What are we gonna do with uh, what? What's Finchie gonna do? Are they? Did they have they stopped listening? Have they stopped listening? Because this is about three, four, five straight games he's gone off. I mean, it's you weird know? because right after the game's over, the you know Anthony Edwards and a couple other players are they they're telling you what happened the way that Finch is. They're saying, yeah, it, that was really immature. Uh, Anthony Edwards said it was immature as bleep. And and they know, but so they know right away after the game is over what they did wrong. So why mm-hmm. do they why do they keep having these these blips lately? Is the question. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and it's funny how we got the chemistry between Gobert and Towns, and everything's all smooth. Well, that can change in twenty four hours. We, you know, you just find that now all of a sudden everybody's at shoot around or practice today, staring at everybody. Who screwed this game up? Who cost us this game? And by the way, they don't have that much scoring. They don't have that much scoring. McDaniels isn't a scorer. They got Edwards and Cat. That's, uh, you know, who they, they're a short offensively. 
Uh, Connolly has hit some threes, but lately, no, before last night when he didn't play, but he's, you know, the other night when they got beat, he missed a three, four wide open threes against Oklahoma City in the fourth quarter when they basically said, shoot the ball. You know, we, we want you to take this shot. And he missed it. So, uh, you know, if he does, if he's not making an, there's now pressure on him to actually make shots because they don't have, they don't have that much offense. They don't have that much firepower. Nas is, you know, when Nas is having a good night, you got some firepower when he's throwing in threes and doing that. But uh, I don't know what, uh, what's the, what's the solution? Play, play Nas on a night like last night when Rudy's doing nothing, play, uh, play Nas more with him. I, I don't know. I guess Nas, Nas does deserve more minutes. The, yes. the ballsy thing would have been halfway through the fourth quarter when that lead was dwindling down and Carl was just going into business for himself yeah. it would, would have been to pull Carl with yes. like seven minutes to go instead of, they did yeah, pull him on a couple of possessions. Sit him for three things. minutes there and then put him back in or something, you know, like, like you do. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, I would think, you know what it's time for? A players only meeting. We need a players only meeting to get, look what, we were making fun of the Wilds players only meeting. Now look what happened. They won two games in a row. We need more players only meetings. You know, how many players I, I, only meetings have the Wild had this year? It was just the two. I think they're three, three now. Three? Three. three. And a lot in a season. And That's, I, I think it's four with, gonna, with the who's gonna GM lead cussing that, them out. If if anybody but Conley speaks at that players only meeting. They're they're in trouble because uh, there's not a lot of brain power in that room. I, Kyle Anderson, give me a break. He's terrible. He's he was good last year. He's terrible. He does nothing for you. He can't make a basket. He slow mo slowed everything. It's you know he's he's having a horrible year. I'm not blaming still, him for last night. Poor Kyle. He doesn't deserve this. We need to no, dump on the I'm guys just that deserve blaming him for their. You know their lack of depth, their lack of uh, their lack of scoring. We talk about it being a deep team. Well, if, they, if the coach believed it was a deep team, he'd play more than eight guys. You know? Okay, Here, here's another question in terms of like a pie chart of blame for last night. All these people who are well, what's what's Carl scored sixty three points, like or whatever it was sixty two, sixty three points. What is he? What else is he supposed to do? Score seventy? Mm-hmm. Score seventy five? Well, I would ask you. Okay, basketball is a two way sport where you're on the court for offense and defense. Yes. 63 points and a zero plus minus? Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah, well, you don't guard anybody at the other end, of course. And he you turn the ball over guarding. seven times. He had help not guarding anybody. So it, uh, it was, uh, well, they're 0-2 in the second half. Couldn't they go 11-30 and 30 in the second half and end up 500? Is that a possibility? I don't think so. They're ultimately still going to be one of the top three or four seeds in the Western Conference, but yeah, yeah, is... they are. But that one's uh, it, it. It will be odd, you know. Will they? What's the attitude coming out of that that game, though? Is uh, is it okay, boys? We're not going to do this again, or this is us? You know what? But uh, are we going to stop playing defense because uh, we were, you know, the the Finch all the first through most of the first half of the season was trying was crediting defense more than offense with their, uh, with their uh, outstanding record. But so that this being the wolves, you guys know exactly how this 
plays out, right? Game one of the playoffs, Conley turns his ankle, mm-hmm. goes out, and it turns into just a free-for-all of <laughs> immaturity, and they get bounced in the first round as a very high seed. Let's go get Tyus. Let's go get they Tyus. They really do He's need to go avail- get somebody He's behind available. Him. Washington sucks. Uh, I don't know who you give them. Uh, you can. It would have to know. be Kyle Anderson plus. But the other thing is, like, other teams are going to want Tyus Jones because he's good. Yeah. So they, I don't know that the Wolves have the at. You, they can't trade a first round pick well, right they now. They can't trade a first round pick, yeah, because they they've traded. They can't trade trade it out of first round pick for six years, right? They'd or have to get a like third it. team involved where they send expiring junk to this team that needs mm-hmm. it, and then that team sends a first round pick. There's no reason for the Wizards to hang on to Tyus. He's got to go somewhere. I mean, what yeah. what are the Wizards trying to do? Uh, Tyus wouldn't have helped much D last night because uh, he they 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 were watching the other guy shoot layups. So uh, it's uh, but uh, you you need another you need you need another guard. I mean McLaughlin's been doing okay, but it, but he's not thirty four minutes. You know if McConley can't play, you can't play him thirty four minutes. You can play Tyus thirty four minutes if you get him if you get him in there. You need you're going to need another point guard because God you, you can't. Put that kind of load on a thirty-seven-year-old guy. So, yeah, and Nikhil Alexander Walker is not—he's not a point yeah. guard. He's not a point guard. Anthony Edwards—he's yeah, definitely should not be the point guard. As I said the other day, he hasn't won many cousin games, one-on-one cousin games. He—he oh, he finished second at family reunion a lot. I Nikhil think. Alexander Walker—he's—he's he's <laughs> yeah, a good player. I think, he, I think he finished second at the family reunion quite Look often. Look at Shea. Yeah, against Shea. Yeah, Shea, yeah. Shea wins that one. Yeah, yes, going away. Yeah, he wins that one. But it is, you know, they got beat by Oklahoma City, and I said this yesterday. Oklahoma City played terrible. That's as bad as they can play. And Oklahoma City beat them in a in a slugfest. And now you turn around and you lose to. Uh, is this their first loss to a terrible team? Uh. I mean, they lost to, they've lost to like, this is the third below 500 team they've lost but to. This so, is one of the, but is this the first tanker so. that they've lost to? You know, there's, I think the, so. there's the below 500s and then there's the five or four or five tankers. This was there. their worst loss, I think, in terms of opponent yeah. Uh, yeah. record. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, anyway, it's, uh, it was, <laughs> I guess what the problem is, it's kind of like the Twins last season. You you see them lousy for, a, you know, one eightieth of the season, and you go, wow, I stink. You know, I, mean, I was as guilty as that of anybody. But uh, we we do react. Uh, we do react to uh, one lousy uh, performance in basketball more often than we should, probably. You know? Yeah, so, and you know, it's, I think as you saw last. So last night was also the. It was the anniversary of Kobe dropping 81 on the Raptors all those years ago. And then Joel Embiid, I think sometimes in the middle of January, guys just get kind of bored. Kobe one night was just like, I'm going to drop 81 points tonight because it's January, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Embiid was, I mean, they were, they were, I was watching the, I think it must have been on NBA channel. I don't know what I was watching it, but, uh, they were talking about Kobe 81 and like it was in everybody's mind that the Kobe, this was the date Kobe scored 81. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> you know, 
Well, Embiid, I say Embiid's favorite player as a kid was Kobe, so he might have mm-hmm. actually known going into the game. I don't think Cat was thinking about that last night. No, Cat was, uh, yeah, he got a little carried away in the fourth quarter, but Cat still drives me crazy. You know, stop. Come up, come up the top of the key and stop and hold the ball. Do something. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, he's pretty much, I'm pretty much going to, Throw it out there pretty soon. Overrated. I haven't thrown it out there on Twitter yet. Ant, overrated. But, oh, I thought uh, it's in getting, a column. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Yeah, yeah put it in the strip. Put it in the yeah. column. 22 yeah, right. inch column. Ant, overrated. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. They would. And he's, how about, he's more overrated than Kirk Cousins. That's what you could say. Oh, you man. could start with that. that well, we could on, on the, I don't think Ant fits this category as much as Carl does, but we have, you talk about empty calorie statistics in this town, dropping 63 points in a losing effort and a zero plus minus Kirk cousins throwing for 4,000 yards a year, one playoff win in six years. That's uh, that's dangerous territory. So uh, we're, we're all waiting for Joe to see if uh, indeed the, uh, the early half of the numbers holds up and that he's in the hall of fame. I was uh, talking to Jake, uh, his brother Jake, and uh, their first car, the first car that three boys had was a rebuilt 10-year-old. It was a, the grandpa. They all, you know, they lived in grandpa's house, the family. And uh, they, they had a rebuilt old 10-year-old Buick that, uh, or not a Buick, it was uh, something else. That with a rebuilt engine, and that's that's the first car the three teenage sons had to drive around back in the day. And uh, you know, as you you would think of Joe getting 184 million, and then the Mauer name is so famous in the twin in St. Paul that they people don't realize the background of this kid. You know, this is this is as blue collar as it gets. And uh, I was talking to Jimmy O'Neill, his baseball coach. Uh, and Jimmy's trying to figure out the exact addresses of the four Hall of Famers uh, that they're going to be if Joe makes it. And uh, I think Jack Morris was the farthest away from Dunning Field over there behind Central, which was the big field, and that's about two miles. Everybody else was – Winnie was across the street, and Joe was uh, within a mile, and uh, – Molly was a half a mile or something like that. So this isn't four guys from St. Coming from St. Paul. This is four guys coming from here in St. Paul, you know, and yeah. nobody up over on the East side or anything. It's the same. They're all dang near the same neighborhood. And uh, it's, uh, that's, that's what's incredible about it. Jimmy says, uh, Jimmy O'Neill, he saw this somewhere. He did a research. Nine high schools have had uh, two Hall of Famers or more nine high schools in the, in the United States. Wow. And some of them, you know, LA and New York and places, but uh, there's only nine. Creighton will become the only, only the second high school, only the ninth high school in the United States. They have two Hall of Famers. So. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's going to happen today. We're going to, we're going to do a scorner twin show. Uh, assuming that he gets in later on today. So later yeah. on today. Yeah. That'll be great. That'll be great. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, he's, he's, uh, there's now uh, the, the three Mauer boys now have 10 grandkids and uh, they're all one year apart. I mean, the, well, the twins are obviously Joe's twins are the same age, but they're all like boom, boom, boom. And the sad news is 
Jake's got a couple of hockey players, so his mm. life is now, Jake and his wife, his life is now ruined. One of them was in Cloquet last week, the other was in Mankato for tournaments, and uh, and they're, they're, they're chasing hockey players around. And Joe has built himself a hockey rink at his, at his plate, so Joe's playing hockey all the time, and he gets a bunch of his Cretan buddies out there to play hockey, and... Joe's the best hockey player too in the uh, of course uh, he is. Yeah, best yeah, <laughs> He probably I said, have we ever had the you know, we've had a lot of combo athletes in the spring, track and baseball, you know, and stuff like that. I wonder if we've ever had a hockey basketball player in the I state. don't think we have. Baseball. Yeah, we never where you, know? you, you you take the take the blades off and go hit the second <laughs> half of the basketball game. Run right yeah. over, yeah. That'd be a little difficult. <laughs> but uh that would be uh that would be a little difficult, but it is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great St. Paul story. And, uh, I remember when the hall of, you know, we had, uh, we had three St. Paul guys when the all-star game was here played from, uh, in 85, Morris, Winnie and Molly were all on the team. We're all in the all-star game. And who was, was it Uberoff was the commissioner then I think yeah, Uberoff. Peter Uberoff. And he was, uh, and this was the big thing was that the Today Show wanted to be over in St. Paul, and 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 I was working the St. Paul paper then, and they they wanted to be in, on that landing down there. They're going to do the show, and then Minneapolis raised hell, and they didn't have it there. <laughs> and so Uberoth said, uh, Uberoth said, uh, who's who's from out of town here? He said to us, "There's about." eight of us around there and I said me I'm from St. Paul (laughs) so so, uh it's uh you know the only way they are the only way St. Paul was represented in that all-star game was on the field (laughs) you know yep yep well when when it happens we'll uh we might hit you up later today and see if you're uh free to jump on the score uh, twin show I will be be home and if I answer the phone uh you know sometimes uh Sometimes the mind gets full of other things, and I, <laughs> I, uh, I miss uh, miss calling it. So that's okay. Anyway. We'll uh, we'll call your secretary, and we'll, yep. we'll have her pass. Hey, along. congratulations, Cat! It's sixty-two. Don't let them don't let them demean you, Cat. Just because you know, just because you ended up pissing away that game. So anyway, all right. All right, Pat. Thanks, we'll Pat. talk Bye. to you. That's uh, Royce Unchained, presented by Josh Arnold Investments here on Score North.